this episode, I'm talking about how to focus, a skill I feel we have lost over the decades. Virtually every single client comes to me telling me they're so distracted and the distraction is having a negative impact in their personal life, their relationships, at work, in their business. People tell me they're flat out busy to the point of exhaustion, yet they're nowhere near where they want to be. They believe it's because they're too reactive and impulsive and they just don't know what to do about it. They have no idea where to start. So the question I'm answering in this episode is, how can you start to focus more on the things that are important and reduce being reactive? Hello and welcome to the Deeply Connected Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krieg, and I help ambitious individuals, often women who feel stuck, to reduce doubt and overwhelm and gain clarity. I help them deeply connect with their inner selves to create a bigger outcome and impact in their health, business and life. And I know all about this. I have personally set and achieved some massive goals. I've lost 30 kilos and kept it off. I've overcame many unhealthy habits and behaviors like stress and burnout and even overcame a 20-year-old alcohol habit. I achieved an academic award for my master's and left my executive corporate career to follow this passion of mine. And I've been earning six figures since I started all while juggling a very young family and many other pressures. So this podcast is designed to give you practical evidence-based knowledge, coaching support, and quality tools to help you connect with your authenticity, establish better boundaries, and set and achieve your biggest goals. You will learn how to influence your mind and habits to achieve more than ever before, and how to stop reacting and find harmony in your work and life. Find me and learn more by following me on my socials where I offer education, inspiration and tools to support you even more on your journey. And if you like the podcast and you know of someone who might benefit, why not share it with them? It might be exactly what they need to hear right now. Follow the links in the show notes and enjoy this next episode. In this episode, I'm talking about how to focus, a skill I feel we have lost over the decades. This is a meaty subject, but I want to start with the basics and essentials. And I want to set the scene by bringing awareness to the reality of our current world, how things are today, and then give you the stark contrast to how things were in our world. This will hopefully give you the all-important clarity and awareness about why your impulsive brain is being strengthened by your environment, making it harder to engage your reflective brain. I'll also run you through two key questions you need to ask yourself to decide what is worth your focus, to help you better approach your day. And then I'll give you a reflective exercise to decide what the cost of staying the same is. This reflective practice will help you gain awareness and clarity again, but we want to take it one step further. So the final part of the podcast is assessing your distractions, considering how you can overcome them, and then putting together a mini plan to refresh in your focus. And I'll finish with a very easy tool you can do each day to strengthen your reflective brain and dial down your impulsive brain so you can begin to focus on the activities, decisions, and actions that will lead you to where you want to go. Basically, we want to make sure what you are focusing on is helpful to you and the direction you want to head. Now, let me remind you at this juncture that this just isn't a feel-good exercise that helps a handful of people. I use the highest level research, and for those that 
understand or even if you don't, I totally geek out on journals and publications, including reviewing systematic reviews. Now, a systematic review is a meticulous review of all the research into a specific topic to critically assess the most effective methods. So this is a synthesized summary, and all my work is, of scientific approaches that are known to be very effective and generalizable to the population, meaning to you. Don't forget to grab the free copy of a workbook that accompanies this podcast. I created a free downloadable workbook found at www.katecreeg.com forward slash focus that will help you start to get more focus and clarity in your life. So you can start to take the actions I've assigned here to get on your journey. Okay, so let's quickly rewind all the way back to the beginning to set the scene very briefly in a way that hopefully makes sense to you. When you contemplate how we live today, you can see why we find it so hard to focus. At any point in our day, we can choose from hundreds, if not thousands of different media to consume content, whether or not it's valuable to us or not. These days, we have notifications, apps, diary and meeting pop-ups, emails, phone calls, text messages, all competing for our attention. And these interruptions all impact our ability to focus and make it harder and harder to make aligned and meaningful choices about what to focus on. Plus, if we have a thought or a question that pops into our head, well, we can act on it straight away. All we need to do is open a browser and Google it. If we have an impulsive thought about buying a pair of shoes with the click of a few buttons, they're being sent to us. Or we finally remember to respond to that text. We can pick up our phone and instantly respond only to discover more notifications, text messages, or reminders demanding our attention straight away. I'll just quickly do this or look into this or I'll just quickly respond to this. This is where we start to get a lot done without getting anywhere and we're left feeling overwhelmed and exhausted at the end of each day. Now, each interruption or decision we make is eating a huge amount of glucose from our brain, which we need to focus and make good quality decisions and maintain self-control. So we start to experience what scientists call ego depletion, which is basically a state of diminished self-control. And this happens over time with all the low-level choices, responses, and decisions we make each day. Basically, we only have a certain amount of brain power each day, and most of us are taking from that brain power bucket and using it up on menial tasks and decisions that get us nowhere fast. Now, let's contrast this back to the times when we didn't have the volume of distractions and access to information or ability to communicate quickly at our fingertips. In the past, if we wanted to get access to knowledge, we had to plan to get to the library, for example. That kind of effort required us to be sufficiently motivated to actually plan to go to the library. We had to feel emotionally connected to what we wanted to learn about. We likely wouldn't have felt motivated enough to take the public transport and deal with the weather conditions and plan the half-day trip to the library if we were just curious about a topic that didn't really interest us. We had to feel pretty motivated and inspired about a topic to expend all the effort to get to the library in the first place. That's the same for purchases. In the past, we had to plan a whole trip 
potentially buy a horse and cart to get shoes from town, all requiring us to reflect and connect to our why and to be motivated and planned enough to take the half-day trip to buy them. Historically, the way the world worked required us to connect to ourselves, to assess whether we were motivated enough to expend the effort to get the thing we wanted. We exercised our reflective brain, our higher order thinking. But now we're more connected externally. We act on impulses because we can and it's super easy to do it. This instant gratification strengthens our impulsive or reactive brain, which encourages us to repeat the same behaviours. Think a thought, act on it. See a notification, act on it. Want a thing, act on it. And to boot, these activities release dopamine. Dopamine influences motivation, drive and craving. It makes a person crave and pursue things outside of themselves. Dopamine, in my view, is one of the least understood hormones or neurotransmitters in society, but responsible for most of why we do things. It assigns importance to our environmental stimulus and increases reward seeking. So essentially, our environment causes us to act impulsively. That response releases dopamine, which encourages us to keep repeating our impulsive tendencies. And then we use up all our brain power on these menial tasks and we get ego depletion, which is the main cause of us not achieving our goals or getting nowhere fast. Hello, Groundhog Day, fatigue and frustration. So we are more externally connected than ever before, which can be highly beneficial and is in many ways. But often we engage in surface level interactions. For example, we become focused on things such as social media likes. It's easy and gives us a dopamine kick and feels good in the moment. But it isn't necessarily helping us achieve our goals. We want to focus and form a deep connection to ourselves and others and use our reflective brain. But doing that is harder and it takes time and effort. And all of this access to external content and the ability to connect with anyone or anything at any time is causing ego depletion. Most of these things are just eating up our brain resources and we're in a loop of surface level decisions. And the biggest issue, in my view, is that it results in us being super disconnected from who we are and what our fundamental needs are. This disconnection means we're overly stressed, emotional, unclear, and just generally feeling unfulfilled. And the word we often use is unfocused. We've lost our why and we just pursue whatever is closest, easiest and demanding our attention in the now and whatever is giving us a little dopamine kick, the likes, completing emails or responding to texts, for example. So given all this, it is clearer and clearer to me how absolutely critical it is to live with a deep connection to self as the first priority. So now I've set the stage, you're probably wondering, well, what are the essential ingredients for focusing and how do we get stuff done and how can we start to become more reflective and purposeful and less reactive and distracted? So just a reminder, if you haven't already done so, you can grab a free copy of the workbook that accompanies this podcast. It's a free downloadable found at katekrieg.com forward slash focus. That's K-A-T-E-K-R-I-E-G com forward slash focus, which outlines the questions I've listed here in a nicely laid out workbook so you can easily follow along and get started. The first thing you need to do is answer these two questions, the what and the why. You need to ask yourself, what do you want to focus on? And secondly, why do you want to focus on it? 
So let's start with the what. You want to ask yourself, what do you want to achieve, do, be, have, or experience? What do you want your future to look like? How will you be acting or behaving differently than you are today in your future? You can ask yourself this now in one of two ways. You can ask, if I got to the end of the year, what would I be super proud that I achieved? What would be different about me or in my life? And the other question you could ask yourself is, what would I be super upset I didn't change, improve or do differently? What would make me not feel that great if I got to the end of the year and I hadn't achieved this bare minimum change? What would it be? You could even ask yourself both questions to get some sort of insight and perhaps you could land in the middle. So really, this is going to give you a focal point. Where are we looking? What direction? Ah, okay, over there. That's the focus. That's where we want to go. That's the picture we want to paint. This is also engaging your reflective brain, which is the part of the brain we really want to strengthen, isn't it? Okay, then on to the next part where you ask why. Why do we want to paint this picture, do this thing, become this person? I want you to write down all the reasons why this is so important to you. And then I want you to write even more reasons. Why do I really want to do, experience or become this? What are the key things I would benefit from if I focused on that and became that person and made this change? Why is this so important to me and those around me? Try and connect to the internal benefits you would get from taking the daily actions, decisions and attitudes to get to this ideal outcome. Then I want you to consider the alternative. What is the cost of not doing this or becoming this person? If you didn't focus on these things, what will happen? What is the cost or the pain or the fears of staying the same? How bad is it really? Human beings are fueled by pleasure and intrinsically motivating stuff and we seek to avoid pain. Even though we might say we know that it's painful to stay the way that we are and not focus on these things, it's also easier to stay the same, especially when you're tired and you have ego depletion, as I mentioned earlier. Your brain will choose easy and it would discount the future benefits. So you really need to tap into your why Why is it essential for you to become the person you're calling forward, your new identity, and be really clear in your mind about why it's painful to stay where you are? We're trying to charge your brain with emotions. Emotions are critical to the rewiring process, and emotions are critical in focusing. Rewiring your brain isn't just about doing something new. It also, without exclusion, needs to be meaningful. You need to have a connection, a felt experience. Essentially, we are rewiring your brain and changing the meaning behind activities. So first question, what do you want to focus on or achieve? Next, why is it so important for you to achieve that future state? And finally, what is the cost of staying the same? If you did nothing, what does life look like and feel like for you? What do you become and are you okay with that? If not, why not? So then you can decide if it's worthwhile to step outside your comfort zone and step into an optimal level of performance stress and start taking action on your goals. So now we have a future state and are connected to the positive impact, the felt experience of becoming this future identity, and we know the cost of staying the same. Now I want to start your mini plan. Using the free downloadable book, you're going to write down what you'd be doing to achieve that future state. What are the most important steps that you'll take to get to the end point. I like to focus on them as a process. What would you be doing differently regularly? 
We want to create awareness about the daily or weekly actions, attitudes and behaviours you'll do that will positively influence your future state. That's the process. Then decide the three main things you'll focus on each day or week. Out of everything you want to do differently, decide the three that will get the priority. After that, I want you to write down all your distractions. What is likely to get in your way? Then decide what are the main distractions or obstacles you feel like you'd face. Then list how you'll overcome them. How can you set up your day to overcome the main distractions? For example, some distractions might be emails. So how can we overcome those? Well, perhaps we set a schedule to check them at 10, 12, 2 and 4. Or text messages and calls. What can we do? Perhaps turn our phone on silent or flight mode for periods of time. Notifications. What if we turn off all our non-urgent notifications? What if we don't have enough focus time because of meetings? Why can't we block out an hour each day or week to undertake uninterrupted project work? All of this helps you focus and engage in goal-directed behaviours. Obviously, I've listed a lot of reflective questions as an exercise here, which is why I created the worksheet for you. So don't forget to access this. And the final point I want to mention is how to strengthen your reflective brain in the moment, because these are the most crucial times when you get a trigger and you feel urged to respond and your brain will automatically want to respond straight away. But remember, this is eating up valuable brain power and is strengthening your reactive approach. So all I want you to do in that moment is pause, pause between stimulus and response. You can say to yourself in that moment, I will respond to that email, but I'm just going to keep working on this project first. I will check my text messages, but I'm just going to finish these presentation notes. I will research, but I'm just going to write down all my thoughts on this topic first and then access later. Pausing between stimulus and response actually has you engage the reflective brain. It feels hard to do because at first there's that automatic pull or urge to quickly respond, but we really need to train our brain to focus more on what is important. So to strengthen your reflective brain, you pause. It's a beautiful tool, ideally for 10 minutes or so. That's enough to have you access your executive functioning and higher order thinking and engage in goal-directed behavior while breaking the back of the automatic reactive impulses. So we are more distracted than ever before. And every time we make a choice to give in to the distraction, as tempting as it is to quickly respond, it's depleting our self-control and causing us to steal the brain power we need to actually focus on what is important. So we end up experiencing Groundhog Day and feel pretty drained and unfulfilled because of it. So decide what you do want then tap into the internal benefits for doing the work to get that results. Why do you really want this? Then assess the cost of staying the same. Then decide the three key things you'll start to get that end result. You list the things that will likely get in your way, your distractions, and you'll make a mini plan for how you'll overcome them. And when you're faced with the impulsive, menial decisions, you'll try and override your impulse by pausing, thus eventually strengthening the reflective part of your brain. Each day becomes a new day with a fresh focus. What will I do today that will help me achieve my goals? Why is this so important? What could get in my way? And how can I overcome these distractions or challenges? Again, you've got a workbook you can download and you can let me know how you get on. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm also on social media, so give me a follow for more tips and inspo. All the details are in my show notes. See you again soon and thanks for tuning in.